This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths. And as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, this week, this week, I keep saying fucking week. This episode, maybe we need to switch to weekly <laughs> yeah, episodes so this, I stop looking like a tit. It's bi-week. <laughs> bi-weekly. Yeah. This new episode, that's what it is. The new episode. This is it. The latest and You're greatest. listening to it. Uh, we are doing a double bill. Yes. So we will be reviewing. I say reviewing. We're not really reviewing. We'll no. be discussing no. uh, Universal Monsters, Frankenstein, and Bride of Frankenstein. Yep, yep. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to get something out there uh, cleared up. Right. Um, last weekend, uh, we put up a post on Instagram saying that we were going to be watching Frankenstein's Army. Um, so basically, for the first time since like over a year, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went round to Dave's to see Dave, and we had a nice little chat in the garden, a couple of beers, yeah. and uh, forgot that we were supposed to be prepping <laughs> to record a podcast because uh, we're forever professional, yeah, ever professional. <laughs> um, and so, because neither of us had access to the films where we were. Uh, we decided that, okay, in the spur of the moment, to make sure that we've got something to talk about, we'll watch something else. Yeah, something so Frankenstein-y. we tried to frankenstein something yeah. and found Frankenstein's Army. Yeah. Which <clears throat> we've tried to watch. I think we got about <laughs> half an hour in. I don't want to say I'm an old man, but I'm getting that way for sure. I definitely feel like a fucking yeah, old man. I think I'm, I'm an old man, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're embracing it. Yeah, man, I got I'm it. I'm still yeah. trying to rebel against it. Yeah, it's hard though, you know? It's effort. Yeah. That's the problem. I, it's effort. I still walk down the street and see the kids and I'm all like, yeah, I'm totally fucking cool. These kids are going to love me when I walk past in my little yeah. strut. And like, they don't bat an eyelid, just like I'm some kind of sad yeah. old man coming yeah. back from work. Exactly. And they're right. And he's like, ugh, kids. <clears throat> I mean, there is yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like to think about, you know, that I'm still, I radiate cool still. Like, I mean, I've always clearly been a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, cool changes with age, you know? And I it's mean, a mindset. I, th- I think you're cool, you know? Yeah. But it's like a mindset. You know, like some people are just really confident and they can persuade you to do stuff by being confident. Yeah. 
I'm really confident that I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so when I'm walking around bumfuck middle of nowhere, yeah. I'm like the coolest thing around you. No questions asked. Yeah. Right? In, in a village of farmers and plumbers, the, the tattooed <laughs> punk rock... Yeah. Beanie wearing every day I mean, of the year guy is the cool so, guy. So what you're saying is the standard there is quite low for cool anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just radiate yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, no, the kids weren't interested. Yeah, no. I mean, you shouldn't be approaching kids and asking them. Uh, <laughs> like that, anyway, it is that. Think. I do think that. Yeah. I do kind of feel somewhat reassured after I've walked past the kids that they're going, hey, mister, you're so cool. Can yeah. we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah no uh speaking of cool kids yeah. um my son totally like dissed me the other day no i forgot this is a hilarious story right. so i think it's safe to say um because i've got kids that i've now got a dad bod yeah so rather than just i'm cuddly now now i've got a dad bod uh, you had it before it was cool in all fairness I did. I was like, before. This the is representative what I mean. of dad I'm bod. just like, <laughs> I've been carrying this dad bod, yeah. prepping it for years, ready for this moment. The originator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now here I am, looking cool in my killer clowns from Outer Space that t is shirt. That's a pretty badass t shirt, yeah. Beanie on my head, yeah. and dad bod proud, right? <laughs> um, so I picked him up from school. This was the other day. Yeah. And uh, the house next door to us, we've got like a drive that goes up to the garage and the house next door has got the same. Yeah. The people that live next door to us have got two daughters. They're a few years younger than me to be, you know, kind to me. They're, they're a lot younger than me, right. but like not like scary young where what I'm going to say is going to be wrong. Okay. They're like legal tender. Right. They they I mean, mature. The phrase "legal tender" is pretty, pretty know, bad. It's some really dangerous territory already. <laughs> I'm talking about trying to get kids to like me and legal tender. I um, have to cut a lot of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So we start again. <laughs> um, but she's one of the girls is caught in a squaddy, right? Right. So the guy next door is big on his like fitness and stuff. He's got all his gym gear out, all his equipment mm. when the sun's out and he'll be out there with his headphones on. He's pumping iron. He's doing his skipping. He's on his exercise bike and all the rest. <clears throat> so as we're approaching the house now, the garage is open and Squaddy is in there on his exercise, on the exercise bike getting his exercise and everything. He's got his top off, right? <clears throat> so he's standing, he's, he's sat squatting the bike and he's putting away and he's got his little muscles out in his arms and he's got his pecs rather than his tits yeah. and uh, he's got his like, I wouldn't say six pack, but they, I'm not, you know, bitter, but he, he's got some definition, right? But it wasn't a solid six pack. Like okay. if I made effort, I could totally have a better body, right? Right, okay. But... Yeah, yeah, I definitely believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's definition there, right? right? So Owen's just like staring at him in awe, right? <laughs> this right. this is... This... This strange man is exercising with some muscles. Yeah. So I opened the door and said, like, come on, you, get in. Mm. So, do you see that guy? Do you see his muscles? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's going, he's stronger than you. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on a minute. I know you can't necessarily tell under yeah. my cushion, <laughs> but I've got a fair bit of muscle here yeah. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> it might not look like it, but I have. <laughs> It's not all cushion. Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, what, do you think he could take me? <laughs> he goes, yeah. 
<laughs> that my own son throwing me under the bus. Yeah. You pick up a crowbar and go fuck him up, like. <laughs> I was like, I was like in my head, just like, okay, I gotta throw down now. I gotta be like alpha male, top off you, me now. Yeah. <laughs> he just beats the piss out of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, he beats the piss out of me. I will just let it go. <laughs> Slide, I, I can take it. I'm a, yeah. I'm a guy got big shoulders. Fucking hell, man. So yeah, that was that was quite embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. To be dressed like that, like by a seven year old, you know. Yeah, it's no good. So that's it. Now I'm gonna have to like just speak to some some of the roid heads around here. Just get massive, and then next time the guys there just do like a Hulk and rip my shirt off. You think you could take me? <laughs> Again, to prove a point to a seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think now, Owen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes. Um, <laughs> have we been up to anything else? Anything interesting? Did we mention that we fell asleep during Frankenstein's army? Oh, no, we got distracted, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. About the old man thing and yeah. then talking to kids and all the rest. Yeah. So, yeah, Frankenstein's army. No, <laughs> we tried watching Frankenstein's army and basically we both fell asleep at about half past ten. Yeah. Both of us. Just cementing the fact that we're both old men. Yeah, and just, you know, I woke up and looked over and saw Dave sleeping, and I was like, oh, that's okay, I'm glad it's not just me, yeah. and then fell back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, the best part about it was that it wasn't one of, just one of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think that it was the film was bad. Like, we, no. we didn't finish it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I was keen to finish it. Yeah, I was yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, we were just old men and fell asleep. Yeah. We were three beers deep at that point as well. Yeah. And it has been a while, you know. It has. It's been like over a year or a while. Yeah. You'd think, yeah, uh, yeah. Never mind. Oh, well. <laughs> always, you yeah. think you'd be super excited exactly, enough to yeah. stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be up all night partying, yeah? But <laughs> no, no, we just... No, still too tired. <laughs> we just need to ease ourselves into it, man, you know? Be more practice, that's yeah, it. Exactly, a couple yeah. more practice. runs. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll be Before good you go. know it, we'll be doing all-nighters yeah. in no time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, have you been up to anything interesting outside of falling asleep? I mean, I do fall asleep quite often. Yeah, I like sleeping, man. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that's like in the old man camp. I think sleep. I enjoy sleeping more than I enjoy being awake. <laughs> it's just a testament to how good life is at the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm going to have so much reading, work, sleep, eat, repeat. Oosh. You know, by yourself. Uh, yeah, no, not much at all. Like I said earlier, I went for a nice little bike ride on Sunday. That went like, turned in from like an hour ride to like a six hour back and forth up and down the A470 trek for various bits and pieces. Um, and then work. Work, sleep, repeat. Yeah. Like you said, not much else going on at the moment. No, um, I did buy us tickets for Godspeed You Black Emperor, oh, which is nice. happening. Yeah, and uh, every time I die in the Bronx, announced a, like um, I don't wanna, I want to say a co-headlining tour, but I don't think it is. I think it's yeah. every time I die a headlining. Yeah. On the Bronx is supporting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I am super fucking stoked for that. Yeah, totally. Um. So that was kind of exciting news. I mean, we yeah. haven't gone to the gig yeah, yet, totally. but we got tickets. Yeah, uh, in terms of what next, we usually discuss TV and stuff. You've been watching anything? 
Uh, in terms of TV, I've just been watching for just Line of Duty, man. Um, did I mention last time that we'd watched uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? Did we talk about it? I don't it? think you did, no. Uh, yeah, we finally watched it. We watched Rampage first to, like, oh. I don't know why. It's just, oh. it's just there, you know. There's nothing in this world that turns me off movies quicker than featuring The Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, feel, this... I feel the same way about Jason Statham. <laughs> Oh, but Jason Statham <laughs> is pure like cheese class. Yeah. Like he always mm. just plays that. Like oh, I don't know. You could argue The Rock is the same, I suppose. Except the. But uh, ah, I'm so <laughs> conflicted. I like a Jason Statham movie. Yeah. I think Jason Statham knows he's in cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't give a shit. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Whereas The Rock thinks that he's like great. Yeah, no. I mean, this was on the back of watching Jumanji, and we enjoyed Jumanji. You know, so that. How bad can this you, be? It's about a giant gorilla. The, the, the original Jumanji or the Jumanji with the rock in the it? The one with the rock in it, yeah. I've obviously right. seen the original Jumanji, but... Yeah. Yeah, we watched and it. And it's two with the rock in it yes. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty good. Chewing gum for the brain. At the first one, I put on because the kids were fucking <laughs> nagging to watch it, and I was yeah. like, oh, Jesus Christ, really? The fucking rock? Yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Again, I don't care for Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's the red-headed lady's name? Karen. Oh, I don't know. No idea. Uh, let's have a look. Let's get trusty IMDb out. IMDb, saving our podcast every day. <laughs> yes, Karen Gillan. Okay. Um, she plays um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue one. The sister. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like her. I yeah. like her a lot. Yeah. I like to look at her as well. I like like her a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then Jack Black. What are your th- feelings on Jack Black? Meh. Yeah. He's just I, meh, you know. I don't really give I, a shit I, about him. No. Like, um, it's one of those things that gets brought up in work quite a lot about, oh, you should watch this with Jack Black and he's really funny. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. Is he, though? Is he, though? Yeah. And, like, when I watch him and stuff, I'm more like, yeah, you know, I didn't hate him in it. Yeah. But, like, the idea of Jack Black yeah. is yeah, almost too much. He's like a party of himself, isn't he? You know? Yeah. That's just it. Uh, not asked, you know? Not asked. No. No, if a film's got The Rock in it, though, not interested, so I haven't watched Rampage. But is Rampage worth a watch? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I mean, it's all right. Again, it's more like chewing gum for the brain, you know? Yeah. What did you make of Jumanji anyway? I didn't mind it. I thought it was again. Yeah. Uh, yeah sorry, I keep getting distracted. <laughs> I'm just like I'm so like confused about my like rock Jason <laughs> Statham relationship yeah. and how like I idolize Statham yeah. below the rock and I'm yeah. more like why they're yeah. basically the same. They Something played like essentially parodies of themselves. I feel like he's I the just, British badass. Yeah. I feel like I just threw your mind into Timo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The whole episode now we're going to be talking about stuff and I'm just going to be thinking. Am I a colossal hat for like liking Jason Statham? <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Uh, I do understand what you mean. But um, no, uh, kiddies wanted to watch it because we watched the Robin Williams one and they fucking loved it and they keep asking to put it on and I'm all like, oh God, of all the fucking films that we could be watching, you really want to go for that one again? Yeah. And not because it's a bad film by any means, but yeah. just because it's got The Rock in it and I don't like giving him any attention he says after discussing how much he dislikes him for the last five minutes. 
I can't even explain why I don't like him. I just don't. There's just something about him that I don't like. No, I understand. Um, but yeah, no, Rampage is okay. Again, more chewing gum for the brain. It's not something that I'd recommend you've got and sort of Burgess. spend money on or waste hours of your life with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong was pretty good. Yeah. Is it one of those ones where you think it's going to lose appeal on rewatch? Because one of the things when I watched it, I was so hyped about watching it yeah. that I thought it was great. Yeah. And I think maybe when I go into it a second time, I won't think it's as good. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Like, it's got Mega Godzilla in it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? It's, um, how are you on the whole, like, kaiju front? Is that, like, something you're interested in or not in the slightest? Uh, somewhere in between, you know? Like, Pacific yeah. Rim, I just didn't get at all. Just, <laughs> like we, we went to the cinema to watch that, didn't we? Yeah, Amy, I fucking like, love Pacific yeah. Rim. Amy's the same, she loved it. And I was just like, why? <laughs> I didn't understand, you know? Uh, the Uprising, the second one, not so much that one. No, that I didn't care for that one so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, I've been dipping into the Gamera stuff. Okay. Um, so basically being the, like, sad... The, tension-seeking whore that I am. Everything Arrow releases, I'm all like, oh, look, I got your new box set. (laughs) And they released a fucking badass box. It was huge, this Gamera collection. And I spoke to our friend Chris, and I was like, oh, dude, is Gamera worth checking out? Because he's, like, big into his kaiju stuff. And um, he's like, ah, I'm more of a Godzilla guy. I don't really care for Gamera. So I was like, oh, okay, I won't jump on this £200 box set. Thank (laughs) fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, they released it then it's just the disc editions and I was yeah. like okay cool I'll check that out but I kind of wish I bought the big fuck off box set because I'm really digging <laughs> it yeah. like on paper it sounds fucking dreadful mm. he's essentially a giant turtle he essentially can like pull in his arms and legs mm. to um, like retract them like yeah. a normal turtle yeah. but then in place of those he can then like blast like rockets out of his arms and leg holes yeah. to like spin him around and take him off into space and stuff it's really fucking bizarre yeah um but i'm really fucking digging it um uh, the the earlier stuff suggests a bit cheesy but then there's like the second box set which is the more modern films which again i can't remember the name of the director yeah but he put like it's a much darker take okay. it's almost like that whole like you know um when the comics did the whole dark Batman, yeah, yeah. dark Wolverine. Yeah. This is like dark Gamera. Um, but oh, it's fucking awesome, man. I'm I really mean, digging this like whole like monster suit thing. And yeah. On paper, you're right. It does sound a bit shit. Yeah. But watching it, I'm like digging it. And the kids are digging it as well, which is really bizarre. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Gamera or Simpsons? And they're like, Gamera. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm a good dad. Yeah. Well done, man. <laughs> I'm winning. Um but yeah, I think I got two more of those left to watch, yeah. and then I finished the set. Sweet. Yeah, I don't yeah. like dislike kaiju stuff. I just sort of, I'm not. I don't go out my way to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been really keeping an eye on like artists doing stuff as well with regards to cat. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Now, yeah. as a boy, you would think I'd be totally all over that shit. Yeah. Like, who doesn't love giant monsters when you're a kid? Yeah. Um. But no, I'm almost 40, and now I'm in my monster phase. Now I'm in my, like, kaiju phase. <laughs> now I'm all like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm all about that camera. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of artists that do some, like, kaiju stuff, and I fucking 
I say kaiju, big fucking monster. I, yeah. There's various fucking names for it, but do that kind of stuff. And um, one of them is a guy called Attack Peter that's got this character called Takaro. And he's basically like this giant squid man thing. I'll send, put some pictures up on Instagram. Yeah. I fucking love Takaro. <laughs> yeah. um, <clears throat> I managed to get one of the prints mm. that he sells. And like, I'm, I'm not one of these like big arty people. Yeah. But like, it's like a block print thing and it's beautiful and it's on my wall over there but I can't be asked to go get it or to move the camera because I don't know if you'll be able to see it properly oh you can just both see the edge over there okay it's like it's there but you can't see any detail so that was completely pointless (laughs) (laughs) um one of the other people on Instagram that we follow and been talking to lately well I've been talking to lately is a fella who goes by Dave Sculpts Toys. Right. And he makes some pretty cool stuff. I'll share some stuff on his Instagram. Um, but he's... I'm trying to find the name of the thing. Do, 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 do. What does he call it? He's made, like, these turtle kaiju figures. Right. And um, they're fucking awesome. Um, yeah, he sculpts his own stuff. Uh, it's some. He's got like he's put magnets and stuff, so you can like pose it and that. And that's oh, nice. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. And he's in the island, so he's not like a million miles away where you got to pay like stupid amounts of fucking shipping. Sweet. But um. Yeah, it's that's cool. Uh. Anything else you've been watching? Um. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No. Uh. What about yourself? Uh, I was just trying to think. Camera. Have I watched anything else good? Uh, do 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 do. track my letterbox because I'm always keeping that up to date. Uh, we did check no. out the, first, the second season of Creepshow on Shudder. We did. We did dip into the first couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah, really good. Uh, did you watch all of season one? I didn't. No. no. Um, yeah, no. Season two, the episodes we watched, I think they were all pretty solid entries. Yeah, man. Really enjoyed it. Um, again few beers deep by that point yeah so i'm trying to think of ones that stood out there um, was the vampire one that was pretty good but the girl who thought and, her brother was gonna kill her yeah yeah and the evil dead one was really good the evil dead one yeah that was awesome. evil dead one was exceptional <laughs> yeah. um although they don't actually like reference it as evil dead it's clearly yeah, it's evil, dead. evil dead yeah yeah it's even got ted raimi in it yeah. like being possessed as a dead eye again yeah. so it, it's yeah awesome. it's awesome awesome stuff uh, have you been playing anything decent lately? I say no. decent. Have you been playing anything at all lately? Um, I did pick up Civilization Six. Speaking of old men, nice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just been playing that man. It's like slow. It's just my pace, you know what I mean? At this yeah, late, to sit there. at this late stage of life, I need something quite <laughs> slow paced. And I think the last one I played was like four for Xbox 360, and I was like, yeah, I, I dug it. Yeah. It's one of those really bizarre games where, again, a bit like Gamera on paper, sounds shit. Yeah. <laughs> but give it an hour or two, yeah, you're in. and the next yeah. thing you know, it's three days later, yeah. and you've got a nuclear arsenal. Yeah. And that and you've... bastard from Brazil keeps on giving me shit. <laughs> I'll fucking show him what's yeah, yeah. Ooh, Fuck you, Brazil. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Play yourself, man. Um, you playing anything? Not really. Um... I've really fallen like off the gaming bandwagon, yeah. um, mostly because I can't get on the fucking TV till late, yeah. and then at which point it's all like, 
oh, have I really got time to like fucking drop onto something and chuck an hour into it? Yeah. Um, I've been playing some Zombie Army Four. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned that last episode. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's a couple of people on the Instagram um, that uh, get together and have a play. I'll give them a shout out in case you guys want to go check out their accounts because they are also horror-related themed accounts. Obviously, we've got the legendary Andy Kelly is up and about yeah. playing. Uh, he goes by Zombie Kel. Um, you've got... Uh, let me just make sure I've got it right. <clears throat> Uh, X Brad Rock X, he's another guy who play with. He's again into his films big time, and he's also got I can't remember the name of his customs. Dubrius, but he's got a little side project where he makes custom uh, artwork for films for in your okay. Blu-ray cases and your DVD cases. Oh, so nice. if you want to change it up for a certain type of thing, he like knock stuff up for you, which That's is pretty cool. sweet. Yeah. And. Uh, I'm fucking terrible with people's fucking Instagram handles. Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. We interrupt this episode to scroll through Instagram. Welcome to Fright Night. How could I fucking forget that? <laughs> Welcome to Fright Night. Um, yeah. Get together, shoot some zombies. Nice. Zombie Army 4. Yeah. Um, they're the guys that I played GTA with a while back as well and did like terribly at. <laughs> yeah. So... I appreciate that they still play games with me and like let me join their games. <laughs> please be my friend. I'm so bad at yeah. games. Please. I know I'm really shit at this one, but I'm not shit at every game. Honest. <laughs> Some games I'm okay at. Amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, have you been reading anything lately? Well, should we segue into the book club? Because I have started this this Fortnite book. So we mentioned before about starting a book club on Instagram and possibly mentioned it in a previous episode. Um, the basic idea being we will mention a book this episode and then by the time the next episode comes out, you've got two weeks to pick it up and read it if you want to check it out. Yeah. So we'll mention a book this episode. Next episode, we discuss it, um, give a brief like a review, nothing like we're not going to go on for too long. No. Um, just it was good it was shit this yeah. was good this was shit we are nowhere near qualified to be book reviewers <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I think it's one of those um, again being like horror fans and book fans mm. I think there's a lot of stuff out there and as we mentioned before recommending films and stuff same with books if people have got books they want to recommend to us to check out yeah, yeah. more than happy to check stuff out yeah totally um, so the first book of our book club is Ania Aylborn. Is that how you would say be, that? That's going to be easy to Google. A N I A Ania A H L B O N. Aylborn? Nailed it. I did so good in school. Um, and the book is called The Bird Eater. Which, from what I can gather, is a spooky ghost story. It is. Have you started it yet? No. Okay. No. So I was waiting for the the whole two-week we'll get started book yeah. club. So this is, I've got to fucking finish the thing I'm currently on, and then I'm going to be jumping into this. Yep. So you've already dipped a bit, I've started, you? It? Yeah, yeah. About 100 pages in. Nice. Yeah. So what are you, you uh, enjoying it? I'm not going to give my thoughts on it yet. I'll save that for the actual 
bit when we both speak about it. Yeah. But yeah, cool. all, all good so far. It's not dreadful. You're not thinking no. this was a terrible idea no, holding no. a book club. No, definitely not. Excellent. I mean, my opinion <laughs> might change by next week, but yeah. Yeah, by the time it's finished. Yeah. Um, but let's read the blurb on the back for you, because I know you all love it when I read stuff in my sultry tones. Um, Aaron Holbrook was just a kid when his aunt, the only mother he ever knew, died mysteriously in the rural Arkansas, I was going to say Alaska, Arkansas home. Thrust into foster care, he left Arkansas with a promise. I might be, am I saying Arkansas right? I think so. Arkansas? Arkansas. American people, if we're not saying Arkansas right, tell us. Uh, <laughs> he left Arkansas with the promise to never return. How else did you say it? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, I, I hear people, like American people, struggle with saying Leicester. And it's like, it's Leicester. Yeah, but I get that because of the way you're spelt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems really easy to read Arkansas, yeah, but maybe it's Arkansas. Arkansas. I don't know. Do you do again? Where are we going? But 20 years later, the death of his young son drives Aaron home again in a last-ditch effort to get sober and salvage a marriage that's falling apart. But something far more powerful than memory and grief lurks in the dusty corners of Holbrook House. Something dark. Something sinister. Oh, shit. Yeah, sounds sounds good, man. Sounds spooky. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. Um... The, this author in particular, this lady, uh, she was on my radar because there is uh, another dude who wrote... I'm so fucking terrible at names and shit. Um, he wrote a book called Clown in the Cornfield, Adam Caesar. There we are. I knew he'd come to me eventually. Um, he's got like a YouTube channel. He writes his own stuff. Yeah. Um, Clown in the Cornfield was good. Um, and on his... A YouTube channel he recommended a different book by her which I guess we could have done but this was cheaper so the, the idea is we're not going to buy books that are overly expensive yeah. and like cost too much money so this was only a fiver on Amazon so if you're keen there's no reason not to join in if you've got a spare fiver just like the rest of the podcast it's all low budget yeah it's, it's all low budget low effort nothing but class um, but yeah I think what we'll do is so, again, we're announcing it now. We're starting the book club now. If you want to pick it up, then pick it up. Uh, we'll put When we do the next Instagram filler for the next episode, I'll also do the book club filler and ask you guys to like let us know what you think. And then we'll read your stuff out on air. Or maybe we'll try the weird recording messages thing. Mm, yeah. Um, we got to look into it, but... Anchor, which is where we like host our podcast to offer a feature where if you open an Anchor account, you can actually leave us like a voicemail yeah. and then we can incorporate said voicemails into the episode. So if you want to say that you were one of the few cool people who got your voice on a Groovy Ghoulies like episode, <laughs> then, uh, it's a feature that uh, we would be pretty interested in doing. I'm, yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see how some of you weirdos sound. Yeah, totally. And the to link that. to our um, our podcast page on Anchor will be up on the Instagram. Uh, but just to let you know now, it's anchor.fm forward slash groovy ghoulies pod. All one word. So we're going to try this. Are we going to try the recording thing? We may as well. 
Awesome. Right. If you've got anything you want to ask us, whether it's a question, Instagram filler question, book review, uh, even if it's you just want to call us a bunch of cunts, then go on there, leave us a message. And I think we're just going to like maybe it's going to be a bit difficult for you to like incorporate them into the episode without hearing them. So maybe I'll blind approach them. So I won't hear them or know what's going on until you play it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and, um, I obviously I'm, I've got the, I've got the anchor account. And so any, any voice messages will come through to me. I'll then download them. I'll put them into the episode and I could play them for you separately, or I could just put them into the episode and it'd be a complete surprise for you. Or if there's questions, obviously I'll let you know beforehand and we can answer them on it. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll try doing that then. Yeah. If you want to leave us a weird voicemail, nothing too weird. Like I'm not going to like, I don't know. I don't want to put up, maybe we'll do like an adults only bit where we'll just mash all the bits of all I mean, the weirdos heavy breathing and like I'll release be, her as like a, I'll be filtering them anyway, you know? Yeah. But yeah, they, they should be like a, you know, a blacklist episode. <laughs> yeah. Just here's all the weird, filthy shit we got sent. Yeah. Check it out if you want. It's just a mishmash. It's not even us talking. Yeah. It's just a bunch of weirdos heavy breathing and asking us how big our dick is. Cool. Let's get on to our favorite segment, uh, Instagram filler. Instagram filler. Um, so I absolutely, totally forgot until I was walking home today that I needed to do Instagram filler. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, what am I going to ask? And so I was thinking, it wasn't so long ago that I watched the 4K uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters release from Blue Underground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I fucking love Zombie Flesh Eaters. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I wonder what other people's uh, favorite zombie movies are. Yeah. So I asked, yeah. what's your favorite zombie movie? Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy one. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. Where we got? Uh, Resap123 says, Brain Dead. Its humor added a unique take on the genre whilst it pulled no punches with the gore. I've got that Both on my fans list as well. Yeah, no, that's like, Brain Dead. when you asked the question, I was like, Brain Dead. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. It's that and another film. But yeah, no, Brain Dead is up there for me. It's fucking, I love it, man. I think the the trouble is when you put like favorite in the question, mm. people get sort of hung up on this idea that they have to have like a right answer. Yeah. And like my favorite changes on a regular basis. Yeah. So I remember going to the first horror con I went to and got to meet Barbara Crampton was yeah. super excited about meeting Barbara Crampton because yeah. I kind of got a bit of a crush on Barbara Crampton. <laughs> and she asked me what my favourite horror movie was. Yeah. And at the time, at the, for that day, for that day in particular, it was Reanimator. Obviously, because yeah. everybody's walking around with Reanimator stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, Reanimator is such a good film. Oh, I'm going to meet Jeffrey Coombs and Barbara Crampton. I really fucking like Reanimator too. <laughs> so when she asked me, it was just like, oh, Reanimator. I mean, it varies. It's Reanimator one day. Yeah. It's the thing the next. Yeah. You know, it, it depends on yeah. my mood. Yeah. Um, so whenever we ask a favourite, it just kind of means your current favourite. It hasn't yeah. got to be like, I'm not going to hold it's, you. It's all subjective anyway, you know. Yeah. So um, If that helps people, because we had a couple of people saying they can't pick because mm. it's too hard. They, they and, I, and I don't know. 
I don't want people to think that like I'm going to think any less of you if I ask you the question again in a couple of weeks yeah. and you tell me a different answer and I'm going to like call you out as a liar. <laughs> you said your favorite was yeah, yeah. this, but yeah. Um, Nine seven six evil says Day of the Dead best of the trilogy and gets better with age. I'm, I'm so we've banded around this idea of like um, soon as lockdowns lifted. Uh, we're going to like try and get together and do this like all night uh, yeah. marathon because we've missed out on our video doing a Prince Charles cinema. Usually every year we missed out on one. Yeah. And we thought maybe we do it for charity and like try and do it on Twitch. And we're sort of in the early stages of discussing this mm. kind of plan and how we're going to go about it. But like, I would be well keen to do like a zombie fucking yeah. <laughs> if that's <laughs> where you want to go, my friend. I am more than happy yeah, yeah. to go down that road. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, if you're talking like if we're going to do a 24 hour zombie marathon, I mean, we could do all six of the Romero films. Yeah. Uh, we could do the. Uh, there's two Return of the Living Dead films I haven't got, four and five, which are like really hard to find and really fucking expensive. Yeah. But like, I've got the other three. That's nine fucking movies. You got Zombie Flesh Eaters, Burial Ground. Yeah. Fucking. Ah. Oh, there's this vast abundance of zombie films where you could do a 24-hour zombie marathon, no problem. <laughs> yeah, the problem would be staying awake for <laughs> Yeah, we'd have to start it, like, really early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just sleep for 24 hours previously. Yeah, just nothing but sleep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I am a big fan of Day. Day gets a lot of shit. Um, yeah. But uh, I think I've got a massive soft spot for Dawn. Because Dawn is like one of it's one of the films that I think changed my perception of horror movies. So we know we discussed um, we were talking on the weekend about like Scream, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "You're not really a big Scream fan," and I kind of feel like I'm not, but at the same time, I am. It's like a really conflicted thing where when I was younger, everybody was scrambling to watch Scream because it was the scariest movie they'd ever seen. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like. Huh. That wasn't scary, yeah. and so it was shit. Yeah, but it's not shit. Mm. It's just not a scary movie like uh, The Exorcist. It's, it's yeah. not a creepy movie. Yeah, um, and I mean, I'm not saying that it's a bad film, but it's not like Scream for me doesn't do what I want it to. Right. I think that's why I don't like it. You know, it's just, yeah. I think I, I want it to be a scary film, and it's just not. Yeah, I think that's where. I went into it hoping for the scary yeah, yeah, film, didn't yeah. get it. But I think on more rewatches I've had, the more I kind of appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Dawn of the Dead was one of those ones where when I saw it, I was watching it with a bunch of people who were like, this is shit because it's like old school yeah, yeah. gore effects. And I think we were watching a shitty VHS copy as well. Yeah. Um, it's not exactly the most like fast paced story. Yeah. Um, but there was something about it that like really fucking flicked a switch in my brain where I was like, do you know what? I haven't got to watch a film with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it to, for it to be a good film. Yeah. There are other good films out there. Um, but yeah, no big fan of day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dawn, zombie Cal says Dawn of the dead. First one I saw as a kid and it started off the genre fascination for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same um uh, insta says dawn the dead 1978 as well best location for a zombie movie and spawned the dead rising games i'm a big fan of the dead rising games did you play i think the first couple were xbox yeah they were i didn't dip into those yeah 
Oh man, I fucking spent way <laughs> too much time with Dead Rising. Yeah. Um, especially being a little bit of an achievement whore. So you'd get like there were achievements for X amount of zombies you kill. Yeah. And so you'd finish the game, you'd either die or with the first one it was really like time based. You had to get to a certain point in the story by this time, otherwise game okay. over and you'd have to start another run. Yeah. Um you could keep all your perks and stuff. Yeah. So some of the achievements, the trophies, um, were to do with like the number of zombies you killed. Yeah. So like you'd play through a couple of times until you'd like finish the game, and then you'd like have your zombie killing run where you'd like just mow loads of shit down. You'd already have loads of like pl- um, plans, not plans, fucking blueprints for like okay. making special weapons and shit and the vehicles and all the rest. So you just spend like. I'm going to jump on Dead Rising for three hours and just drive around cars running over zombies until they break and then mod this one to put the chainsaws on and do that. Just trying to get to, like, the magic 150,000 kills. Yeah, yeah, no, I spent way too much money with Dead Rising. Money? Time. Uh, Morbid Die. Morbid Die. Once again, thank you, Morbid Die, for the masks. Yes, Um, yes, loving the mask, man. He sent us both a Friday the 13th mask um, we did post about it on our Instagram page. I think I put in the stories, but I'll maybe try and get a post up in our actual. What's the, what's the fucking the history in our um, picture library? The feed in our feed. I'll try yeah. and keep it like a per picture in our feed, so like it's there and everybody can see them. Um, so it's there forever. So yeah. if you're listening to this in the future, <laughs> then uh, you'll be able to go back and have a look for more days. Literally, like... everybody will be because we're recording this before we put it out. <laughs> I'm thinking about like long term future. Ah, right, I'm okay. thinking about when we really are old men and we're still <laughs> sitting there and we're talking about how like everything is now like it's so much of a rip off of everything yeah, yeah. else and nothing makes us happy anymore and yeah. blah blah blah. We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not far off. Yeah. By any means. Um The Tattooed Sailor uh also says Dawn of the Dead original. A lot of love for Dawn of the Dead. One yeah. of the first like yeah. One of the first late night movies I watched as a kid. And Madam Mim Tattoo. Like I said, it right this time. I was struggling the last couple of times, yeah. but I got it right this time. Well done, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Zombieland. Love the cast, humour, special effects, action, the storyline, and Bill fucking Murray. Okay, yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Zombieland. Did you see Double Tap? No. Yeah. Double Tap's not too bad. It's no Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm watching it, because, you know, it's not going to be as good. So. <laughs> nah. yeah. But, you know... Good effort for trying. Yeah. I thank you once again, everybody that took part in Instagram filler. That concludes this episode. What's yours? Mine. Ah, look at me. I'm getting carried away. I'm jumping the gun. I've had like a can of beer, and I'm so I'm like I'm raring to go. (laughs) (laughs) You can't like tell. I am pumped. I've had a good day in work where I just like pissed and moaned about stuff to the bosses, and I've had a can of beer, and now I'm like a kid at Christmas. Do you see that? Uh, at the moment, I would argue my favourite is, again, probably Zombie Flesh Eaters. Do you know what? I'm going to pick something completely fucking random yeah. that nobody has mentioned, and I'm going to go with Dead Heat. Wow, okay. Uh, Dead Heat is a buddy cop movie, mm-hmm. but one of the guys ends up becoming a zombie, and then they're like a buddy cop and a zombie cop trying to fight crime and figure out what's causing the zombie stuff. Um, 
it's absolutely ludicrous in the best kind of way. And I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Anybody that's got Amazon Prime, um, if you haven't and you want to buy a copy, 88 Films released it, and it's definitely worth the cash. Nice. Nice. Oosh. Yeah. What about yours? Brain um, Dead. Brain Dead. And I'm going to chuck another one in there, purely for nostalgia reasons. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Nice. Yeah. Like, I had nice. that on VHS. And I fucking love <laughs> nice. that one. It's so good. Have you seen any of the sequels? I think I've seen two. But I get two is a bit of a uh, I don't know, I don't want to say like a cop out. It's almost like a fucking remake. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. But three is fucking great. Oh man, all I'm I'm just making a list, a mental note in my head now. I've given up on Statham. I've yeah. moved away from Statham and the Rock, and now all I've got is like this. This this list is just forming in my head of like all these zombie movies to watch. <gasps> the Boneyard. <gasps> oh, Burial Ground. <gasps> and it's just like, it it's like, keeps coming. It's like the Matrix I'm just zombies. Like, yeah, that's it. Just zombie movies. You know, like the Star Wars thing where like yeah. the text is rolling down the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, just with zombie titles. I'm just shuffling them around, putting them in order. Um, yeah, no, Turn the Limb Dead is amazing. Um, I watched it recently and was just like, yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, man. Sweet. Sweet. Shall we get into uh, this week's movies? Should we mention the playlist? The playlist, of course. Look at me. I'm like, I'm like a fucking choo choo train. I'm just, I'm just rearing to go. <laughs> so yeah, this month's or this fortnight's playlist uh, is called Groovy Ghoulies Tunes Twenty Slash Oh Four because I made it on the twentieth of the fourth, and mine's mainly death metal this time around. <laughs> Just because I've just been listening to a shitload of death metal. I <laughs> I put up uh, again. <laughs> we're yeah. most active on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I put up a thing of um, who picked the song. Yeah, Dave or Reese. I quite and, enjoyed that. Uh, one. I like that a lot. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Yeah. Um, I, I thought some of it was pretty obvious. Well. So the first track was an "Every Time I Die" track, which could have gone either way, right? Yeah. It could have been you or me, right? Yeah. Um, but a couple of people were pretty switched on and paying attention and realized that actually you're avoiding the new tracks yeah. because you're waiting for the new album, yeah. which then made me feel like an ass hat because I've put like a new track on almost every playlist we've done. Um, so I apologize no, that's fine. For, for not paying yeah. as much attention Spoiler. as our listeners pay. Spoiler alert. Like. <laughs> um, but I was sitting here and <laughs> discussing said uh, plan and the you know playlist, and I said to my wife about because she was getting annoyed because I was trying to get the tracks right. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've noticed the wizardry that I perform with the tracks. I've got to get them just right so the audio is just right and cuts off just right. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then I'm I'm not, I'm not happy. Like yeah, I okay. I got to get the audio just right. Yeah. Um. So she was getting annoyed that I kept fucking about with the song. Yeah. So I explained that I'm putting this thing up and that the first question is a tricky one, yeah. that it could be Dave or mine, but it's mine, it's my choice, and I've got Dave's and I've got mine. Yeah. When she eventually got around to watching the stories, she voted the wrong way. She <laughs> voted for you. So not only does she not know me, <laughs> her husband apparently, but also she just doesn't listen to me when I talk to her either. <laughs> oh, man. Um. But yeah, no, I think that's. I quite like this thing. I quite like this reoccurring uh, potential yeah. this has. Yeah, I enjoyed that, yeah. We'll pick three songs, put them up for voting. Um, 
again if you took part thank you very much um if it's something you never want to see again then please let us know because i am more than happy to post older photos of myself and you um <laughs> up with these things yeah. my only concern is i went on facebook for like the first time in a while yeah. to look at the photos and i was like oh photos of you and dave yeah tick and the two that i put on there were the only two that we could really use <laughs> <laughs> wow there's only like eight pictures here of me yeah. and you despite the fact that we've known each other <laughs> like 20 for years. 20 years yeah. we should take <laughs> we've, only got like, yeah, we've only got eight pictures of us together yeah. <laughs> that's great amazing we even friends um, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no I, I'm, I'm happy to do that i think it's Sweet. a good way to showcase some of the stuff that's on the playlist yeah man definitely so yeah is there a tune in particular that you uh, want to talk about this playlist um let me have a look i mean it's mainly just death metal for me other than yeah. solitude by Candlemass, off one of their first albums or actually the first ep which is just fantastic like old school doom i love it and i've put up a track called only tools and corpses by gore rotted which is a fun one nice that's a cool uh track name that is yeah. And I've obviously got some Iron Monkey on there as well. I did see... I was yeah. going to put Iron Monkey on there. I was like, oh, on the question oh, yeah. thing. I was like, because again, that could be me or Dave. Yeah, yeah, That's a bit of a tricky one because it sounds like a Dave track, yeah. but Reese fucking <laughs> loves that track too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Clutch. I'm going to talk about Clutch. Are you a Clutch yeah. fan? I've never really gone into Clutch. It's not through... It's mainly through Lack of Trying. You know? I haven't really yeah. sort of just taken the time to check them out. Same. I was like, uh, I, I think I picked up, I think I was talking about this before, and I picked up an album back in the day when you used to go to Spillers and just like throw money at them and like take a load of CDs. Yeah. Um, and I think I came, I picked up a Clutch CD the same day I picked up somebody else, um, and the Clutch CD sort of left, got left behind because whatever else, I can't even think what it was. <laughs> yeah. But there, there was something that like just took over. It was probably something really embarrassing, like Cold Chambers fucking... <laughs> Um, dark days that was or amazing something. back in the day yeah, but... <laughs> fucking love that um, <laughs> but um, no talking to Mad and Mim Tattoos and um, Zombie Kel and they are both like clutch fans yeah. so they were, I was all like do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go I'm gonna try a bit of clutch and uh, yeah I'd, I'd recommend checking the album. I'll make sure I get the full name right. The album. From Beale Street to Oblivion. Okay. That's the album that I seem to be like dipping in and out of an awful lot. I mean, the opening track is an absolute fucking banger. Yeah. Um, which is also the track on the playlist, which is You Can't Stop Progress. Nice. Yeah, I'll check um, it. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into this week's double bill of Universal Monster Movies. Uh, first up we've got Frankenstein from 1931 again I believe yeah so uh, I think most people have got a general idea of the Frankenstein story yeah what did you make of the Frankenstein film Dave I I love this one I love it I thought it was great I like this I enjoyed it more than I did Dracula if I'm honest I didn't think I, I didn't think I would but yeah, I, I loved it. I think uh, Dracula is, um, for want of a term, like super fucking tame in comparison tame, yeah. to Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah Frankenstein's like, brutal. 
as soon as Frankenstein <laughs> opens and starts, I was just like, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like holding back. Yeah. <laughs> it's really going for it. Which um, can kids either, is he? Fair play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, considering like how sort of uh, reserved for, uh, Dracula was yeah, almost, you know, yeah. so the camera pans away from stuff so you don't yeah. get to see it and there's no blood and, you know, yeah. all this sort of stuff. Frankenstein don't fuck about. Yeah, no. I th- um, last thing I think, like because of Dracula, our expectations of cinema at the time were that it's yeah. going to be sort of tame and it's going to cut away and it's going to do all this stuff. But yeah, no, Frankenstein just sort of went for it. I can see why this would have been. <clears throat> I think I struggled a bit with Dracula to see how it would be super shocking. Yeah, yeah. like we discussed the like, yeah, you know, we can appreciate the time and this and the other, mm. but. Um, no, to Frankenstein, there's no question. Like, somebody going to the cinema to watch this, it was like, whoo, yeah. in for a treat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Boris um, Karloff as Frankenstein is, yeah, he was so good. Have you seen, had you, had you seen either this or Bright before? No, no, I haven't. I, again, I've seen bits of both, but never, like, hmm. from start to finish. Yeah. I noticed uh, at the start as well, just to... When I try, I try taking notes this time to be professional. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing I've got is uh, it says during the opening credits from a novel by Miss Percy B. Shelley. So this film is so old that it goes back to a time where she wasn't allowed her name on it. Yeah. It had to be her husband's name, and she was just referred to Miss. Yeah. Wife of Percy B. Shelley. Fucking hell. Uh, which was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that was like odd. Yeah, I say bit, odd, yeah. but that stood out because I yeah, was like, what? Yeah. No, Mary Shelley's written yeah. by Mary Shelley's written by Mary Shelley. Frankenstein's written by Mary Shelley. Yeah. I know that. And then I was like, huh? It's that old. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget. I forget about the misogyny. <laughs> that, that this was a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Women put their name on things. <laughs> Um, and the other thing I thought was really cool, which they did in both films, was um, in the credits, because with these older films, the credits are always in the start as well, mm-hmm. is the monster is just listed as question mark. Yeah, yeah. And the bride is just listed yeah, as yeah. question mark. Yeah, as a, That's pretty yeah. fucking sweet. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the film opens up and there's a burial. Um, they're burying a body. There's various mourners there. And in the background, we get to see Frankenstein. And what I originally thought of was Igor. Yes. He's yeah, not, yeah. He's not no. Igor. No, what's his name? E- Fink or something like that. Fritz. Fritz yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Fritz? Yeah. Because I, um, I, well, I was, I, I watched it while, quote unquote, working from home. Yeah. And um, I was sort of, I looked at my laptop and I looked at the screen and I was like, what do you call him? <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name. Yeah, it's Igor, surely. But again, what is Frankenstein's name? The Doctor or the Monster? The Doctor. The Doctor is Doctor Frankenstein. It's yeah. What's, what's his first um, name? Sorry. Henry, isn't it? In this, yeah. I always assumed that he was Victor Frankenstein. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about. But he's it. called in the in the film. Have Henry. you read? You said you've read the book. Yeah, as well, yeah, have you? yeah. Um, but yeah, no. He's in this. He's Henry Frankenstein. As yeah. I. Who the fuck is Henry? Because there's another guy in here that's called Victor. And I was like, oh, is that Frankenstein? No, no, that's just some guy called fucking Victor. <laughs> Henry Frankenstein yeah. and Fritz. 
Not yeah. Igor and Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. I think we need to look into this a bit more, you know? Yeah. Find out where... where these Find out from. what the fuck's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they're filling, they're filling in the grave. Um, and one of the goofs, I don't know if you noticed, um, but there's church bells ringing. Yeah. And church bells sort of ring... No, I'm going to make a tip of myself now. I, I was thinking church bells ring like a clock, but they don't because they're church bells, not a clock bell. Church bell. <laughs> we are doing so good in this episode. <laughs> this is why I struggle to take notes. Hmm. I kept hearing the church bell. And I was like, fucking hell, that clock's annoying. just keeps going off, but it's not a clock. It's a church bell. And I look at my notes and I see that I've made a clear mistake. <laughs> Going back to the Victor thing, it's Victor in the novel. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we get to see there's a funeral happening. They're in the process of burying a body, and uh, we get to see Henry Frankenstein yeah. and Fritz uh, hiding, waiting for him to finish burying this body. Um, one of the it was cool to see. Um, I don't know how familiar... Again, I'm going to sound like an absolute fucking weirdo here. I don't know how familiar you are with graveyards <laughs> and graveyard law. Uh, but you get to see there's several graves that are built up that have got the spike fences around them yeah. to prevent grave robbers. Which, again, I saw this and I was like, oh, this is so bang on. Look at it. They've got like things to stop people from grave robbing. Yeah. I was so excited to see this. I don't know why I just was... I feel like the sets, um, like speaking on that, the sets in this film were fantastic. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I think it's sort of it cements. They really go kind of all out with this one. Mm. So again, that little touch, yeah, like already told me about grave robbers and uh, you're watching Frankenstein. You know that like it's pilfered body part, yeah. but I don't know. It's that little. It's where you start to get these little things mm. in the background. Yeah, you start yeah. to see little pieces that help sell the story. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really starting to come together, this idea of telling a story. Yeah. Um, I might just be getting carried away, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yes, and so Frankenstein and Fritz decide to remove the body because they need it for their experiments. Um, so this in and of itself would be uh, quite a grisly act mm. and so I was kind of expecting to see them shoveling dirt and then yeah. cut to them like carting a coffin away but no yeah. we see them like lifting the coffin out struggling to lift it upright and then lift it out of the ground Yeah. Um, it was really really going for like creating a scene mm. here, yeah, they yeah. weren't shying away from anything um, so much so that the next scene where they on a cart carrying the coffin up to the old windmill where Frankenstein has his laboratory, yeah. there's a corpse swinging yeah, yeah. from... Uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? He's been hung. Uh, gallows. A gallows. Yeah. Uh, it's not a gallows, though, is it? Because it's a fucking post oh, up in yeah. the fucking air. But yeah, uh, It's a guy being hung up in the middle of the fucking street somewhere. Yeah, we see as they as they return into the laboratory to continue their work. There's another body hanging up in the middle of the street from um, a hanging post. Let's call it a hanging post. I like hanging post. Hanging post is good. It works yeah. for me. Yeah. It's where they hang people. Um, 
And so Frankenstein orders Fritz to remove the body because you can never have too many bodies. Yeah. And uh, off they go to proceed with their curious uh, experiments. Uh, we cut to uh, Victor, who is a friend of the family, and uh, Elizabeth, who is engaged to Frankenstein. And she's all worked up yeah. about Frankenstein being away and they're trying to plan a wedding and uh, they want to go to the castle and investigate. Um, <laughs> they go and see uh, Dr. Waldman, who is Frankenstein's old teacher, and they try and convince him to come to the castle and have a look. Yeah. Um, this is where we get a big reveal and we get to see Frankenstein. Uh, the corpse is hidden under a tarp, but this is where we get the infamous, it gets lifted up. Yeah. And like this for set piece, this, this, this is one of like yeah, the yeah. most amazing yeah. set pieces. The like sounds, the fucking sparks, yeah. all that sort of stuff is yeah. insane. So um, and yeah, we get the infamous, it's alive. Yeah. Um, one of the things I did notice is, so they come knocking on the door and they're all like, oh, let us in, let us yeah. in. And uh, Frankenstein's all like, go on, Fritz, go tell him to fuck off. Yeah. And Fritz like, comes down the stage, he's like, no, he won't see you. And they're like, oh, please let us in to take shelter from the storm. So let him in. Frankenstein's all like, oh, fucking hell. People here to look at my fucking work. I'm busy. I'll come down and get married when I'm finished. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, what are you doing? We want to see what you're doing. Oh, you can't, you, you can't possibly see. Yeah. He's like, oh, but, but we want to. Oh, okay, well, come upstairs then. Yeah. So he lets him in upstairs. And then he's all like, sit down, and has exactly three seats for three people to <laughs> so, um, sit Just in. before that, he's like, are you sure you want to see this? And then the, the camera pans to one of them, and it's like a couple of seconds, and then they nod. And they pan yeah. to the next person, a couple of seconds, they nod. Nod. <laughs> the third person. Over to Elizabeth. Yeah. They nod. Nod. And then they're <laughs> on the only three seats there. Yeah, the exactly three seats. Yeah. Not expecting any guests, no. but he's got exactly the right amount of seats. Yeah. One for him, one for Fritz, one for Frankenstein's monster, surely. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. There I was thinking it was a goof. I mean, Evidently not. Up, you know? um, and so, yeah, we get to see uh, the monster come alive. We don't get a big reveal. We just get to see that the hand is moving. Yeah. Which is a nice little touch because it leaves us in suspense for a bit longer. Because at this point, Frankenstein's all wrapped up and we can't see jack shit. Yeah. Um, we then get introduced to what is arguably the greatest character in this film, which is Baron Frankenstein. Oh, he's amazing, yeah. Frankenstein's father. Yeah. Uh, this guy was amazing. <laughs> uh, so uh, Elizabeth and Victor come back down, and uh, Baron's getting really angry because they're supposed to be getting married. And um, Elizabeth is trying to explain to him that once he's finished his work, we'll, we'll, we're going to get married. He's like, preposterous, where is he? Well, he's in the windmill. Must be another woman. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like a little bulldog, a little jowly bulldog. <laughs> just... Do you um, notice with his S's? Like he'd, yeah, his like, lisps. Yeah. But it was really like sharp. Yeah. You know, like, like a kettle, you know, like one of those like kettles you put on the hob. And he was like, every now and again, you just blast of an S and it just like, oof, <laughs> fucking hell. It's like almost like a forced lisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, basically, again, moving things along so we can cover both films. 
we get the big reveal of the monster when Baron comes to see. Um, we get to see Bar- Boris Karloff in all his glory. Um, I think he looks fucking great, yeah. especially considering sort of how old the film is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the monster causes a bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> Could say that, yeah. <laughs> is that the right word? A I bit mean, of a kerfuffle? Yeah. Um, he's, having a bit of, he's having a bit of aggro from Fritz. Fritz has been a right little twat yeah. and uh, keeps yeah, waving fire. Yeah, he's a bit of a prick. Like. Yeah, keeps tormenting him with fire. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he's jealous, so he's going to take over as Frankenstein's new favourite. Yeah, yeah. uh, well, Frankenstein has a fuck full of this and uh, kills Fritz. Frank, yeah, the monster kills Fritz. Frankenstein's uh, sorry, awesome. yeah. A monster. Look at me Sorry, making that. To be one of those, it's actually Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, the monster kills Fritz. We get to see him sort of again. This was pretty fucking, pretty uh, heavy going. It's yeah. almost like you see him impaled. Like yeah. it, it's uh, the shadow of, yeah. but he's clearly like suspended in air mm. by spike. something, yeah, yeah. which is like, whoa. Oh, easy. This is going like right out there it's not pulling any punches yeah. this isn't a hand coming out of a coffin then pan away so you don't see him climbing out yeah. this is like a shadow yeah. of somebody being impaled <laughs> this um, is not some dude turning into a bat that's just like a rubber bat and a string <laughs> um yes yeah, so at which point frankenstein sort of escapes and it all goes tits up and you get the whole mob thing and blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. everybody knows what goes on from this yeah. point um yeah, no, like I said, this one. I really fucking dug this one. Yeah. Um, uh, the bit uh, where he kills the kid, man, I was a bit like... It was It was just... He just checks into the river, and then you think, okay, she can swim, hopefully. And then the yep. dude's just walking on into the village with his like daughter in his arms. Fuck, man, that was brutal. You know, he was just like... <laughs> she gave him a flower, you know, she was nice to well, him. Well, I think they cut that originally, him throwing her in the river. Okay. I think that's like an added piece later. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's once he's out loose and in the wild, um, he meets a young girl and he hasn't got the ability, the monster hasn't got the ability to speak. Yeah. So he has a great difficulty trying to convey things, um, which leads to him getting in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, so he's meets this young girl and she's shown him um, her flowers and he's really enjoying these flowers, having a little sniff. And she then shows him about the daisy boats and she throws them out into the river and they sort of float. So Frankenstein gets a bit carried away and he throws the flowers out. And then when he's run out, he picks the girl up to throw her out. Yeah. Except she can't swim yeah. and drowns. Yeah. Um, yeah, that whole thing. Because, it's, again, it's not like a, my child is dead. Yeah, no. It's a whole, like, three-minute walk yeah. through the village yeah. carrying this floppy corpse yeah. of a child round. It's brutal. Um, yeah, it was pretty fucking grim. Like I said, this this definitely doesn't pull any punches. It's no, not no. as tame as like others have led me to believe. Yeah, no, no. Um, again, I'm not sure why I'm so surprised. It's be- like it was released in the same year as Dracula. Yeah. I think that's what the surprising thing is, like how tame Dracula was in comparison to this, and they came out in the same year. You know? Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like sort of others um that because i'm not overly familiar as a general rule with the universal monster stuff um i know who they are in their stories and i've watched i'm sure being pissed up it was one thing that got put on regularly and people just sort of zoned out or i fell asleep um 
so I'm I'm familiar with bits and pieces mm. of all of them. Yeah. Um, with the exception of Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. And um, Wolfman, I've seen and I know I've seen before. Mm. Um. So yeah, th- I was really surprised with quite how far this goes mm. in terms of yeah, like no, what's on yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. But one of the other things that really amuses me, so once Frankenstein is um, out and about and wandering around, um, Frankenstein, when, when Frankenstein, when the monster is out and about and pottering around, yeah. um, Frankenstein decide, is going to get married. He's going to get married because he believes the monster has been killed. Yeah. Um, and so he's getting ready to be married and then, it comes to fruition. The girl, the girl, dead girl corpse comes back. The monster's done it. He's not dead. And then he used the growl. It's like, oh, he's in the castle. Yeah. And they're sort of looking around. He's like, oh, he's in the attic. Oh, yeah. And they all go running up to the attic. It's like a so we do. <laughs> the attic is the highest point in the house, yeah. right? So how can he tell it's coming from all the way in the attic? Yeah. I don't know. But they go all the way to the attic. Yeah. And then he uses it again. He's in the basement. So he's gone from one end of the house to the fucking other end yeah. of the house. And then he hears Elizabeth scream and go, oh, he's, he's got Elizabeth. And then they run back up to the floor they're on. How's he missing for this long? He's fucking eight foot tall. Yeah, he's <laughs> huge. And like, I don't know, part of me is like, okay, don't question the science, you know. Maybe he was in the attic. Maybe he's just getting around real quick. Yeah. Maybe they just can't hear for shit. I don't know. <laughs> Um, we get the grand finale where I thought that was going to be it. I, I mean, I know we were prepared to watch Bride, but it ends on a very closed bump. This yeah. is it, done. Yeah. Um, but it's not done. It's not done in the slightest. Because lo and behold, uh, what do you say? Bride was 35? Yeah, yeah. So four years later, we have Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think, like, in comp- Comparing Dracula to Frankenstein, obviously he's, they're both classics, they're both great. But like I feel like this is a more cohesive story as well. Big time. Yeah. Um I wonder if that's to do with the source material, because Dracula, like you said, you've read it and is comprised mostly of like diary entries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's tried to be uh, an adaptation has been tried to make made <laughs> an adaptation has been uh, oh fuck me they've tried to adapt it from fucking letters and diary entries yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than from a story yeah yeah um so the telling of is going to be a bit tricky i would have mm. thought especially like in those early days trying to convert that sort of stuff yeah true um, i'm guessing i mean i don't know oh, i was right. yeah definitely yeah um yeah but yeah no frankenstein definitely seemed to be a bit more rounded mm. in start middle end yeah all ties up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, fan of Frankenstein. Frankenstein currently the best. Yeah. Man. It's up there, yeah. I, I, Frankenstein's definitely the better one that we've watched so far. Mm. Um, in our monster championship bowl. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bride of Frankenstein. So, Bride of Frankenstein pretty much carries on from where yeah. Frankenstein left off. Yeah, direct continuation. Um, we meet Mary Shelley herself. Yeah. Um, 
well, it's not really Mary Shelley, it's somebody playing Mary Shelley, yeah. but it's her talking with her husband and a friend. Yeah. Uh, it's a stormy night and she doesn't like storms. Um, the guys are like, oh, you're afraid of a little lightning, but you this, told us about the monster. This flouncy dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck's he? Um, to which she replies, there's so much easier to like make up monsters than the, the lightning and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then that's not where the story ends. And if he sits down, she'll continue the tale of the monster. And so we get the bride of Frankenstein. Um Again, I don't want to get too hung up on the details, but basically the idea is Frankenstein survived. Yeah, somehow. The monster survived. Yeah. And I'm trying not to be too spoiler-heavy. No, I mean, the basic premise is that Frankenstein doesn't want anything to do with monsters and reincarnation anymore. He just wants to sort of live his life out. There's another professor who's created these little, little dudes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, like miniatures, miniature, miniature people in jars, which is bizarre. Um, I was trying to think what what was his name, Doctor Pastorius. Pastorius, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So he comes into it, and he wants Frankenstein to work on a female a companion for Frankenstein. A female. Frankenstein doesn't want anything to do with it until Frankenstein's monster meets his woodland buddy. <laughs> Yeah, his little blind friend. Yeah, little blind friend who teaches him how to love. Teaches <laughs> him how to love. <laughs> teaches him how to love bread yeah, and c- wine cigarettes. and smoking yeah. and music. Yeah, all this stuff is good, apparently. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> and yeah, um, teaches him how to speak, speak a bit as well. Yeah. How do you feel about the Frankenstein now being able to speak? Would you rather it that he's this mumbling that can't really convey his feelings, which is part of his struggle, or are you happy that he's sort of developing a personality? Yeah, I mean, it fits with the story better, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, it helps tell. Yeah. If he could speak from the outset, it'd be a bit different. Yeah. You know, but I think there's sort of his development is learned to speak and. You're right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just the, the rats are fucking about. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think it had, uh, especially given the context of this film, I think if he couldn't speak or couldn't say those few words, then it would have been a lot harder to tell the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's, it, 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 it's again, where we said Frankenstein is quite well-rounded and it ties everything up. Yeah. They sort of explain in there as well that um, Frankenstein, he, he needs time to learn. Mm, like, yeah. all right, he's got a brain inside of him. Mm. But that brain needs time to sort of, my understanding is sort of switch on almost to start like understanding yeah. things and being able to process things. Speaking of the brain, in the, going back to the first film, wasn't there a bit in the beginning where they had a normal brain in a jar and that jar smashed and then they had another jar with abnormal brain written on it? Yeah, so they're looking at the criminal brain. Yeah. <clears throat> and this guy is a criminal and you can tell this by the markings on his brain. And fucking clumsy Fritz tries to pick up the brains, yeah. drops the good one. Yeah. So he's only left with the criminal one, except he's not aware that he's picking up a criminal brain, but yeah. he runs off with the criminal brain, yeah. which leaves you to believe that Frankenstein's going to be a bad guy. Um, oh, Frankenstein's a monster. Fucking yeah. hell. But I, yeah, I love that. Normal brain. Oh, shit, he's dropped that. There's an abnormal brain. I'll have to take the shit you want instead because <laughs> it's all that's left. How would, have been, how would it have been different if he'd had a normal brain? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah 
fucking brains. But yeah, uh, so <laughs> Pistorius wants to create. Yeah, so Fra- Frankenstein's monster is in the woods with this guy. A um, couple of guys come to the shack, come to his hut or wherever it is. Uh, they freak out because the monster's there. And from there, the monster escapes again. Goes back to where Pistorius is, or whatever his name is. Pistorius? Is it Pretorius? Pretorius. Um, yeah, Pretorius, yeah. So he goes to find, he finds Dr. Pretorius, and they then convince Frankenstein to help them cr- create a friend for Frankenstein, and they do just that. They, yeah, they, they. Uh... It all happens very this so so the idea of the bride. I was expecting the bride to turn up a lot sooner. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she's literally in there for like three minutes. Um, yeah, which is almost a shame because yeah. she seems to be a really good character. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a couple of other Frankenstein films after this, but I don't know if the bride features in them heavily or not. Mm. Um, but no, I like this idea that Frankenstein's lonely and he needs the companionship. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea that okay, well we'll make him. A female and that'll keep him yeah. occupied <laughs> um, but she wants nothing to do with him yeah. and so he has a paddy and he's just like I'm going to kill everybody yeah. just yeah <laughs> it's fucking great doesn't, um, he like, doesn't he save one of them he saves both Frankenstein and his bride Elizabeth yes that's right yeah, yeah. he's like go you live <laughs> amazing uh, uh, Karloff is fucking phenomenal in both of these films yes it's great um because the other one i think he was in was the mummy as well which yeah. is one that i think is on our list to investigate at some point yeah. um yeah i think the the bride story is pretty sort of again contained mm. um there's some some great set pieces again, again. so when frankenstein's monster goes to hide out um it's hiding in the um the tomb yeah. Where recently deceased female is, where we see Pretorius um, taking his lunch after he's had some grave diggers help him remove a body, yeah. um, at which point makes friends with Frankenstein monster and explains to him a plan. They hatch their plan. Um, but yeah, no, I thought again this was another one where it doesn't. I don't think it quite um, is quite as all out. Um, I don't want to say extreme. <laughs> it's just a nineteen thirty-five. Yeah, but where where Frankenstein doesn't really pull any punches for the time, I don't think this is quite as ballsy. No, no. Um, that's not to say that it's tame or boring. No, um, but like yeah, I don't think it needed to be. You know. No. Like you had that punch with Frankenstein, and this is more of a. It's a, well, it's a continuation of the story, but it doesn't need to like sort of shock as much as the first one yeah. did. I think we already know who the monster is. Yeah, we yeah. already know the process of um, establishing yeah. a bride. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's more about character development than like. Yeah, it's more about the story. The, the story of trying to build, bring these two together. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I dug dug this one as well. One I haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Real big fan of this one. Yeah, um, in terms of like a double bill, I think they work well as a double bill. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't take any notes on Bride, so I haven't got anything interesting to say other than that. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. 
Um, what do you think the IMDb scores are for both? We haven't done that for both. I'm a bit because of the age of these films. Yeah. I'm going to assume that the people are rating them uh, relatively. Um, since the internet is only X amount of years old and people that are actually bothered to use IMDb to rate stuff. I mean, there are people on there that use films. I'm trying to break, I'm trying to like work this out like it's a fucking mathematical equation. It's not a mathematical equation. It's simple. Yeah. Some people are going to rate it really high. Yeah. Some people are going to rate it really low. So yeah. it's going to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I'm going to say Frankenstein's got about a 6.9 to a 7.1. Right. Uh, Ride's got a 6.9 to a 6.7. Both at seven point eight. Fucking hell, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, I'm surprised they're both at seven point eight. Yeah. I mean, not to be one to like cause any fucking aggro or anything, but Frankenstein is clearly the better movie. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's interesting. Because what did Dracula get? Out of curiosity. Seven point five. 7.5. Oh, no, I definitely dropped uh, Dracula down a bit more than that. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think it's a 7.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. Well, I was thinking about it. I was looking at my letterbox thing, and I'd, like, given Dracula four stars, and then I watched Frankenstein, and I was like, yeah, Dracula's not a four-star movie. <laughs> yeah. I take that back. <laughs> this, this is a four-star movie. Um, yeah, no, uh... Dracula's alright. Frankenstein is definitely the better movie. Yeah, that was great. Um, Happy days. Let's dip into some trivia, shall we? Did you know Boom. that Boris Karloff didn't want the monster to speak? No way. But he was overruled. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, I don't know why. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. <laughs> Did you know the bride's colour of the bride's hair is actually a fiery red? No way. I don't know that. She, it's a ginger wig, yeah. Oh, well. That's my little bit of trivia. That's all the research I did. I'm literally doing mine now. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally just seeing what's on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another interesting point, actually, thinking about it. Uh, did you notice that there was actually a, a um, musical score to this one? I did. It stood out like a fucking sore thumb. Yeah, man, yeah. Um, it's, it's weird to think like that in the four years between Frankenstein and this is when audiences adapted to that, having music in the background, like. And it's again, it's one of those, I think, starting to um, take certain things on board with, like we said, the sets and the sets being a lot more inclusive of, or I noticed a lot more yeah. of the background sets. Like Dracula is very much like, here's a creepy um, basement. Mm, yeah. And it was just cobwebs and dirt and coffins. Yeah. Um, was this had a bit more going on? Mm, yeah. Um and it's the same with the the soundtrack. Um, the audio used, the piece of music that goes with it is a nice piece of music. Yeah. Um, and it's used well. And it's it's one of those really bizarre things where, like, that sort of become the norm to have, like, music and stuff. Where, again, going back to us talking about, like, something like Hereditary many moons ago, mm. where there is no soundtrack. Yeah. And how that was great that there's yeah. no soundtrack and it's all just this noise and background and yeah. stuff that's going on that like really makes this fucking scene. Yeah. And it's that that ability to sort of use the visual aspects and the audio aspects mm. to manipulate people in yeah. that way. Yeah. 
um, or to create certain scenes and feelings and all this sort of stuff. And I'm getting a bit carried away now with my wishing I'd gone to like film film. school. Yeah, having a modern (laughs) film like without a soundtrack today is it's different. You know, it's going to be quite jarring. It's going to be like, okay, this is not something I'm used to seeing. You know, whereas yeah, you watch something in black and white that's filmed like Dracula or like the first Frankenstein, and it kind of makes sense that they don't have music as well, you know? It's not as jarring because you you wouldn't expect it to have sort of a a big, robustic soundtrack in the in the background, you know? Yeah, I think, and again, it's one of those things where, like, it works not having a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, cool. That was uh, an interesting piece. I like, like that. I like Frankenstein. Yep, big fan of that. I think he's definitely, like... The film has definitely climbed up my like yeah. Universal Monster radar. Is up there. I'm a big Frankenstein <laughs> fan now. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, next one. Next one, we're gonna do another double bill. Yeah. We're gonna start getting into some uh, creature features. I think we're gonna check out Wolfman and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Sweet. Let's do it. Um, yeah, creature from the Black Lagoon. Personal favorite of mine. I'm well looking forward to discussing that one. Yeah, man. Uh, I can't even tell you why. I think it's just the fucking cinema magic of this thing in the fucking water, in the fucking suit. Yeah. Swimming around. It's just like, oh, magic. Um, but we'll be able to get to that next episode. Yes. And is that going to um, wrap up our, um, our Universal Monster series then? Um, yeah, unless there's anything else you want to cover. I think we got like a Phantom of the Opera, Invisible Man, yeah. uh, The Mummy... I like the basics. Yeah, so there we are. Next episode will be a Creature from the Black Lagoon and Wolfman will be discussing our book club book of choice, which is, again, I'm going to butcher this fucking name, Ania Aylborn, Alborn, The Bird Eater. A-N-I-A, Ania, A-H-L-B-O-R-N, Alborn, Aylborn. If somebody knows how to pronounce her name, <laughs> please let me know. If she's listening and I butchered your name, I'm terribly sorry. I'm sure she's definitely going to listen to this podcast, man. Definitely, definitely, especially when she finds out that we're talking about her book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you once again for listening. Please follow us over on Instagram, where we're most active outside of this bit. Don't forget to check out our anchor thing yes. so you can leave us a message. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to have to record a new bumper to talk about all this cool shit, oh, shit yeah. that we're doing. Like do book reviews, yeah. book club, fucking Instagram filler, music fucking playlist. Look we got forward. it all year. Look how far it's we've come, you know? Yeah, look at us. We're starting to get like some stuff together. Yeah. If only we could just stop talking shit and actually make sense, we'd be away. Yeah. Funny we did a bit of research. Yeah. I planned it out, thought a bit more about what we're going to say about the movie, and then, yeah, we watched it, some stuff happened, and uh, yeah. it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Job done. But yeah. Um, thanks to everybody who's uh, checking out the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Checks out on Instagram. I said that already. Fucking whatever. Episode done. Let's try again. Yeah. Just, just fucking mic drop. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'll just put the music in here. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.